This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Engine behind this uh, effort. She's going to lead the discussion with representatives from these tech hubs on the screen behind me for all of you to see. I apologize. I have to go to the situation with another issue. It's Joe Biden speaking at uh, some economic conference. He was supposed to speak for a while. He said, well, I got to go to the situation room. Uh, and it makes me wonder anything. Maybe the situation room <laughs> is at the bathroom. Little boy's situation room. That's what I'm, I'm wondering. It would not be out of the realm of possibility. Um, so that's, uh, that was Joe Biden. I just kind of thought it was uh, funny because it, it does have that uh, look. And it's not about his age or anything like, uh, like that. It's just, you know, that's consistent. And I'm sure. <laughs> you got to go. You got to go. That's right. You know, can you imagine? As a matter of fact, Stephanie Bell has a big event tonight. <laughs> She's going to be emceeing. She'll be up front and center with Zach Paul from KRCG Weather Dude on uh, our CBS affiliate. Can you imagine <laughs> Stephanie Bell up there with Zach Paul? Uh, and our next event, uh, excuse me, I have to go to the situation uh, room. We do want to tell you um, about that. So here's a couple of things coming up here in the next few minutes on the show. Stephanie Bell is going to be at an event tonight. Uh, want to tell you about that. There's only two of these left this year in mid-Missouri and Dirty Pillows. Uh, it was... <laughs> That's what people... It's are. gone viral. It is. Well, we, uh, every morning, John does something. About 750s called That would be all except for this. You know, just one of those little stories gets you into work with, uh, you know, kind of a, a fun little lab, something you can share with your coworkers. And uh, guess what people are texting about? Dirty pillows. Crusty pillows, to be exact. <laughs> I, was tell, I, and I was telling Han, I'm like, man, I think this, I get squeamish about the you know, that kind of stuff. I get squeamish about bodily function stories and things like that. And I'm like, this freaks me out. The story that John had, and we'll get to it again in case you missed it. Uh, this freaks me out uh, more than bodily function um, stories. So there are a couple of events. As a matter of fact, folks, I know looking for, hey, what are we going to do with the kids for Halloween? Stephanie's got three kids. She's going to be doing some Halloween stuff with big event coming up in Jefferson City. Want to bring in Jim Dyke. You know his work, his cartoon work, man. Great cartoons. One recently that I uh, kind of enjoyed. It was one uh, Jimmy Buffett. And he's up at the pearly gates or whatever, and uh, and it says uh, "Welcome to uh, Welcome to Paradise." There's a cheeseburger. It was a great Jimmy Buffett cartoon. Does great stuff with the Jefferson City News Tribune, and also helps out with the show that we do uh, on <coughs> Saturdays with Hal Dooley on one of our radio stations with Cottonstone Gallery. And we do appreciate their sponsorship of that. But big event coming up uh, this weekend. What do you got for us, Jim? Hey, Brandon. Uh, we're gonna do. Uh it's called a Capital City Sweet Treat, High Street Trick or Treat. And we trick or treat along High Street for as many blocks as people and businesses and stores want to be open. We've got a long list here. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you don't want to hear that list? No. But what? Well, I just want you to know it's just not me. It's not just my gallery. There's all the way down for blocks, and then later in the day you can meander over to the governor's mansion. Who who gets to do that other than Jefferson City people? That's right. As a matter of fact, that governor's event that they do for um, for the kids. Parson Pars Family Festival. Yeah, and that's a really big event. We get folks from all over yes. that, um, that come for that. It's a good time for the uh, the kids. So uh, so all up and down High Street, about what time, Jim? Starting at 11, 11 until 2. And, uh, you know, some years I look out and I think, hmm, hope anybody comes. 
And then right at 11, there's a wall of people coming from the west, <laughs> and they just they just keep coming down our block. And then they yeah, Jim, how many rotate. kids have you had over the years? As many as six thousand. We're guessing. You know, you can't count them all, but it's that's the guesstimation people have had. All right, and it's a cool thing. It's a cool event. One of the reasons I believe in something like this is then hopefully folks will be spending money in downtown Jefferson mm-hmm. City. Local, small businesses. We talk about it all the time here on the show. One of those events, Jim Dyke, cartoonist, Jefferson City News Tribune, Cottonstone Gallery coming up Saturday. It starts at 11, and then you can head over to the governor's mansion. Jim, thanks, and keep up the good work in the newspaper, man. Hey, are you going to be here? Uh, I will be in Idaho carving pumpkins with my grandkids. <laughs> Well, send Stephanie down, Stephanie Bell in costume. Send her down here. <laughs> All, right. All right. Hey, you we, got it. We appreciate you. Stephanie Bell's actually going to be in costume. Are you going to be in costume tonight? What's this event happening? I will kind of be in costume tonight. Uh, it's the Rape and Abuse Crisis Service Masquerade Gala. So I will be dressed fancy, but I will have a mask. Now, do you recall what you wore last year? A mask. But not a masquerade <laughs> mask. You had a oh, COVID mask. That's right. So I... And I, I get fuddy-duddy about this stuff, but anytime I have the opportunity to go and support racks and things that Stephanie Bell does, I go and to be, I don't know, ironic, the mask I wore to the masquerade ball was, <laughs> was a surgical mask. Yeah, my understanding is actually the event sold out, so that's really exciting for Racks. They've got you know a great board; they're doing great work. Um, and what people don't, one thing they people don't know about Racks, people think about you know it's in well, it's you know um, how large their service area is, which requires a lot of resources. They serve folks in nine central Missouri counties. Their service area is more than five thousand uh, square miles, wow. and they're just doing incredible work. They've got some new initiatives, which I think they're going to talk about tonight. I'm hoping we can talk more about tomorrow um and i had a chance to sit down with their director a couple months ago and was really moved by some of these things that they're really seeking to do to serve the mid-missouri community they really do some neat outreach kind of proactive things to keep people from getting into those domestic violence situations all the way down to high school kids don't they mm-hmm. yeah it's important work that they do so if you're at that event tonight stephanie bell is going to be there along with krcg's weather dude um zach paul i don't think that's the uh, chiron they put up on the tv i think it says <laughs> Meteorologist Zach Paul. I don't think it says weather dude. He'll, he'll answer to weather dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think he will. Also, producer Hannah's going to be there. Oh, so. nice. It'd be great. I I know that uh, it'll be a great event. That's always usually packed. And uh, Phil Freeman, who runs Freeman Mortuary, and who's been involved, a lot of people involved in the business community and helping racks over the years as well. Um, but the Parson Family Festival, by the way, is going to be Saturday, and I'll have more of a preview on that on Friday, but that'll be a big, big deal. Children 12 and under can trick-or-treat in costume. They don't want any children over 12 in in costume. And we heard from Jim Dyke about how many people he had, but I have stood in the line at the Parson Family Festival. I mean, there are tons of people that show up, and I will say they do a really good job of kind of moving you through the different stations. So if you see a big line, it's worth it. I think last time I went, we got to, like, decorate and marker on got free pumpkins. I know Scholastic was there handing out free books. I think they even had some animals, and it was like a petting zoo. There was just so many different things um, for a mom of busy little kiddos. It's a great time. Steph, I keep meaning to ask you, do you think I'll get in trouble if I don't have a masquerade mask tonight? Oh, I have uh, several. I can bring one. You can borrow one. (laughs)
Or you okay. can borrow the mask that I wore last year. <laughs> Welcome. It's kind of crusty, kind of like those pillows. Well, that was my next question. So here's what folks are texting about this morning. And uh, before we move forward. Hope you're done with breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Um, Congressman Jason Smith was on the show here about half an hour ago. And he said, I think twice in no uncertain terms, uh, he is beyond confident uh, that uh, Mr. Mike Johnson the congressman, Republican congressman from Louisiana, he is going to be elected. We even, we even asked him to clarify because we said, well, what's different this time? Because I heard people say, we're confident Scalise is going to be elected. And then when he wasn't, we're confident that Jordan is going to be elected. He wasn't. And then the next, we're confident. But he was strong about this point. He was ready to bet your salary, I think, that that was going to happen. <laughs> but, you know, one thing that I think is really positive for Missouri is, you know, we saw the tweet from Mark Alford yesterday saying, hey, I'm excited for my friend to be the speaker. And we heard from Congressman Smith today, hey, when he got nominated for this other role, I gave the speech saying he should be the guy. So I like the fact that our uh, Missouri folks are close to potentially to this new speaker. I think that bodes well for our state. And actually, Mark Alford, as of about 45 minutes ago on Twitter, he said, Today is the day we elect Mike Johnson as the 56th Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. So then I get real curious. So what is, because we talk about the influence, Raven Harrison, who was here about an hour ago, she was talking about the influence of lobbyists when they said it's this guy. And then all of a sudden, the lobbyists uh, who were in D.C. started descending there on in, uh, you know, a not accosting House members, but all of a sudden the lobbyist. And then that's why Jordan wasn't speaker. So I wonder why is why is everybody all of a sudden super confident about this one? It makes me wonder what happens uh, behind the scenes. And then. I wonder about y'all's sense of humor. John did a story 7.50 this morning. We do it every morning. Uh, it's That would be all except for this. Something fun and different. And what was your story this morning? Mike Lindell and his crusty old yellow pillow. And it was something about folks that keep their pillows forever. and Way too long. Way too long. Which I would argue that everyone is guilty of this, but no one wants to admit it. There you are. Uh, Catherine texted 874-9390. She's admitting it. Yes, I've enabled my husband of 34 years <laughs> to keep his childhood pillow by washing it. By the way, and Doug, with his profound thought, just wash it once, uh, once a month. And the my pillow specifically, I know you can wash. And by the way, would highly recommend, uh, recommend that. Uh, and then the other question I have, Stephanie was talking about uh, when you use self-tanner, <laughs> which she does. <laughs> so you say it leaves stuff on the pillow. And, yeah, and the sheets. So here's what I'm wondering. Like, when you wake up in the morning, is it like a chalk outline of a dead body on a sidewalk from where you... Or is it more like skid marks? <laughs> <laughs> my yes, my whole half of the bed is like bright orange. It's like Trump, it's just like orange dye. Sorry about that. The spray tan industry loves both of you. Apparently, there's a product on Amazon that you can buy and like you sleep in like a body bag, basically, so it won't get on your sheets. That's, I'll just get new sheets. Yeah, that sounds terrible, right? Uh, eight seven four, and I know you might be thinking, why are we talking about dirty pillows? Because it's what mid Missouri is talking about via text 874-9390 seasoned like a fine cast iron pan the guy said and keeping chiropractors in business since 1950 <laughs> i appreciate the wake up family members who are weighing in on the wake up in missouri facebook page i posted the question you know do you have any old crusty pillows you refuse to get rid of and it was one of those 
nobody commented for a while, and I got nervous thinking no one was going to fess up. But the comments are starting to roll in. And Topher says, mine looks like a Civil War bandage, Uh-oh. and it's oh so comfy. <laughs> but some things are just better worn in. I wonder, like, if we, it, like, what's the oldest thing? Like, not, like, something that you inherited, but that, like, was yours that you think you have. And I, my grandma made, she was a kind of, of a quilter, and she used all these scraps to make this quilt. And honestly, it was really kind of ugly, like, just patchwork. <laughs> I mean, it just didn't match, and it was just all the scraps. And I slept with it for years so much that it, like, wore holes in it. And I had, I, I had it kind of preserved and put into, like, a small baby blanket. But, like, I mean, I... I loved that thing, right? And so, you know, I think, it, but the pillow, I don't know that I could do that, but I wonder what else are you hanging on to that you probably. Uh, yeah, like really old stuff or like the oldest. You ever pull a shirt out of the closet and go, my goodness, I've had that shirt for quite a few years. You're like, it's got crusty underarms too. <laughs> oh, look at this, Rolling Stones, <laughs> 1984 t-shirt. How about that? Gross. My husband still has his choir t-shirts from middle school. Those need to be made into a quilt. I have said the same thing. He refuses to do anything with them other than hang them in the closet. Or like when you wear a shirt from an event and the shirt has the the year on it from the event, like 2017. <laughs> I have a Truman State shirt that's like says like 2004. I'm like I'm giving away my age. If if we put is if the cameras on, does it show uh, your shirt, Hannah? If we get a camera shot for folks watching on the uh, Wake Up Mid Missouri channels, give a sh- ironically, this is my husband's shirt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> says, California Fire Department. I didn't know where that was in 2017 when I was in high school. So, uh, Coming up, Morning Bell, business news, little <laughs> twists. Only Stephanie can give you. Every once in a while, I'm convinced I have ADHD because I, like, hyper fixate on things. And if you uh-huh. noticed, I was hyper fixated on... fact-check this, by the I way. Think, I think I do. Um, Beyond self- hyper fixated. <laughs> Am I right, Hannah? Yup. Like, weirdly fixated <laughs> on things sometimes. Am I right, Hannah? Yup. Yeah. It I'm was sorry, it on. was Elon for a bit, but now I think I'm hyper fixated on the sphere. What's new with the sphere in Las Vegas? All right, John Marsh. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Or the Morning Bell Business News with a little twist only Stephanie Bell can give you. It's a mixed bag this morning for the futures. Dow almost up a quarter percent. NASDAQ down more than half a percent, and SP falling there in the middle. Um if your business is down I got an idea for you. The Sphere is on the bandwagon. Now, we've heard about the shows and how expensive it is to get yourself on the outside of the Sphere. Um, so while they're selling advertising, they're now doing their own advertising, but it's kind of an insider deal. So they have um, agreed to do a patch on the New York Knicks. Now, this is interesting because the Sphere and um, Madison Square Garden and the Knicks are all owned by the same guy. Uh, James Dolan, so it's kind of a, no. kind of a free advertising for him. Um, but apparently, and I didn't know this, this patch business. Um, I mean, if I was like the the uh, NBA, I would just like you know my jersey would be like the a Girl Scout because apparently it's very lucrative. Um, I think they have rules, and I think you can only have one patch. But it's a fairly recent program, um, and now they're saying, um, and it's starting to get into these new. I think the Sphere, I think, will be the first like entertainment venue to have a patch. Um, Mr. Beast. Uh, 
partnered with Charlotte Hornets um, with Feastables, and he was kind of the first influencer to get a patch. Um, There's still several teams without patches, if you're interested. Um, I think they were, uh, when he was, uh, James Dolan was out there saying, hey, we need a sponsor for the Knicks. I think he was going for like a cool 30 mil. Um, I'm assuming since he owes them all, or owns them all, he didn't pay 30 mil for that. Um, but the NBA is saying the program's been super lucrative um, for the teams. Um, and now the program is worth nearly a quarter billion dollars. Um, so, you know. uh, And the sphere that Stephanie is talking about is, and I don't know how to describe it. She's been there, but it's this big, giant, kind of an entertainment. And it's beyond giant in Las Vegas. How would you describe what the sphere is? It's a sphere. And it lights up. Concert- <laughs> <laughs> okay. got lit up looks like the Earth from outer space at night. It does. They pr- so it's- This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. I'm saying for Speaker of the House at noon today, and I have no doubt that he will be confirmed and will become the, the next Speaker of the House. Congressman Jason Smith on the show one hour ago saying that here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, and he said it twice. Matter of fact, whenever we opened up our conversation with him, uh, uh, he sounded super confident. We asked again, like, well, what's different about this? Because I think we heard the same thing. What did we hear whenever they put up Scalise? We're that com- they were confident. What did we hear when they put up Jordan? He's going to get it. And then the next guy. Nope. And then the next guy. And But now they're confident. But Congressman Smith said, hey, you heard that from the national news media, mm-hmm. not from me. Yeah. Um, and so, I, but I do wonder what, cha- what changed, uh, you know, I don't because it was it was weird yesterday. I, I mean, it was so weird. They did the voting. We got the guy. Trump posted against the guy. And then suddenly we have a new guy, a new guy that's name wasn't in the mix originally. And now everyone's like, yeah, it's that guy. I mean, there something changed. And that's what's got. And I agree with you. It's like. That's what you I used to think it's weird, John, like all of a sudden now we're super confident and I, and I don't know what the other folks in dc are saying Ste- or, uh, hannah you said you found a tweet from mark alford and it feels confident too oh yeah there is no doubt about it mark alford said we will be electing him today well let's hope they're on the money but boy oh boy after we saw the the whole kevin mccarthy thing boy i have, I have my doubts then again, I think we've all been in that situation where, like, the solution is right in front of your face, and it seems like a struggle, and you can't figure it out, and you can't figure it out, and then you you kind of have an epiphany, and you're like, duh, that, that works, right? And so maybe that's, you know, I think he wasn't really in the mix, and then everyone's kind of like, well, what about that guy? And it's not so much like they're that excited, it's like there's no big objectors to him. Yeah. So the good news is uh, we're down to there's only about 216 other options uh, at this point because we've been through just about uh, everybody else. So the other thing I think people are saying is who's Mike Johnson? He's a Republican congressman. He is from Louisiana, latest Republican <coughs> nominee for House Speaker. Uh, da, 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 da. He's a, he was an attorney. Um, he's a, a, a staunch opponent of uh, abortion, staunch opponent of medicinal marijuana, staunch opponent of same-sex marriage, and also happens to be a, uh, a former talk radio show host. He has served as the vice chair of the House Republican Conf- uh, Conference. So because of what Olford and Congressman Jason Smith are saying, they're that confident on things. Um, I'm willing to bet uh, some more of producer Hannah's salary. The, yeah, Mike Johnson. you are. Uh, Mike Johnson will be um, elected again today. Welcome to the show. Wake up, Mid Missouri. There's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. It's producer Hannah. Hola. John Marsh is here. 
Yes, sir. My name is Brandon Rathard. I wonder if parents, uh, if this is a thing yet. Stephanie, you, I don't know if your kids are old enough for this yet, if this has become a dilemma for you at this uh, this point. want to mention this. There's only two of these left. Only two. Only two more Tiger tailgates. We do this prior to every Mizzou home game. Mizzou is going to be a while before they're back home. They're off this week. Then they go to the number one ranked George Bulldogs. And after that, they come home. And two hours prior to that kickoff, we feed you with Buffalo Wild Wings, free Bud Light, and high noon. Our friends at High V Echo Water Systems, Twain Barbecue and Tap Room help us out, too. So here's what you do. And you can get onto the websites, kwos.com, 939theeagle.com. If you'd like more info, whole list of places you could go. But if you're in Jefferson City, you can go to Big O Tires, the one on Missouri Boulevard, or on Jefferson. If you're in uh, Mexico, you can go to Graf and Sons. And in Colombia, you can go to Von Pools and Spas. And typically, it's like Wednesdays prior to the game. Um, you go in, passes are there, and you just ask. They are completely, uh, completely free. John, did you play high school sports? Oh, yeah. I was, I was just a big star. Are you being facetious? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, do, you, do you have any trophies left from your high school days? Mm, wow. Well, I don't know. Probably not. If not, would it be one of the oldest things that you have? <laughs> to Stephanie's point earlier about old things we have is we got a, no kidding, this was a big thing this morning on the show, old crusty pillows that people have. And Stephanie asked the question, what's the oldest thing you have? So it might be trophies. And the only reason I thought about this, uh, Chris uh, Pratt, um, the actor who, by the way, here's what I admire about Chris Pratt. I don't really follow actors and stuff, but he did really good work on the TV show Parks and Rec because he kind of played this, I don't know, dumb, goofy, lovable oddball. He was sweet, and he, he nailed that character. And the stuff he plays in the Jurassic Park movies and Guardians, I mean, it's so different. And so when you see an actor like that, I'm like, man, I have a lot of respect. Well, and he's a very outspoken Christian. He talks about his yeah. faith a lot, and he gets a lot of heat for it and continues to speak about his faith. So I admire that as well. Um, and that's what I've always admired about him. Principle. He stands on the principle. There it is. Shot. Of the thing. Uh, but anyhow, human and uh, his wife talking about um, this parenting dilemma. I don't know if you've been through this uh, yet, Steph. Um is it okay to eventually toss your kids trophies? <laughs> and if so, like, <laughs> when? Because, you know, mom and dad got the trophies on the uh, uh, on the fireplace. You know, hey, congratulations. In the 1975 T-Ball League on Beale Air Force Base, California, your team came in third place. Participation trophy. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say now there's more trophies and medals than there used to be. Congratulations, you came in 10th place in the league featuring nine teams. That's right. We're all winners. Uh, we're all winners. Do you have any, and, and Hannah, you uh, excelled in high school ba basketball? Uh, I, I don't know if excels the word I would use. Uh, uh, do you still have some of your trophies? Um, I think at my mom's house, there's like a big bulletin board. I've got lots of the medals and stuff that are supposed to go on your letter jacket still up there. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah, my kids have tons of medals. I don't. I, I think it's like when you you just keep it all until your kid moves out and gets their own place, and then you just yeah. back up a dump truck with all of their stuff and say, <laughs> you decide what to do with this stuff. I think my dilemma now more is all of the artwork that comes home from school, and the kids have actually found it in the trash can before. Oh, no. <laughs> they, well, the, ma the magnet on the fridge fell apart, and the 
drifted into the trash, right? Kids? Yeah. I mean, especially when they're younger, they come home and it's like got glitter and glue and it's like, where do you keep all this? I have a solution though. So we're here to provide solutions. I'm listening. Uh, there's a service. Um, we use chat books that you can upload to Instagram and it prints it into a little book. So all of these certificates and the artwork and everything else, we take a photo of it and it gets printed into a book and then it goes in the garbage. <laughs> So it's not your picture, but it's a picture of a picture that you drew. Or it's the memory that counts. <laughs> That's We'd, right. I know, agree. Yeah. So. It's, uh, it's, it's the memory. Uh, I get Whenever I go see my grandkids, they do drawings and stuff for me. And I actually the a little thing on my house. And I frame um, the stuff instead of putting it up on. You do? Uh-huh. Because uh, it's my grandkids. And I get to. That's going to sound bad, but that surprises me. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I've just seen how unsentimental you are with. You all? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess grandkids cards. is different. Yeah, I was thinking about Christmas cards and things like that. Oh, oh, right. Why delay the inevitables? Like Stephanie, you know, she waits until whenever, and I get the Christmas card from you. I'm like, oh man, that's very nice. Thank you. And then it goes into. The- I, I saved the cards. Happen. I have saved. That's so nice. Why would you throw it away? Do you know how expensive those things are? That's why I think it's odd to buy them in the first place. <laughs> See, I'm kind of having that dilemma right now with all of the cards that we were given at our wedding and all of our wedding showers. Keep them. It's like, I don't know. Double check them for cash before you pitch them. Yeah, it's one of those things if there's not like a handwritten message inside, I'll probably toss, but I don't know. Here's an idea for you. And someone, one of my friends, Jenny, did this for me when I had a baby shower and she said, gift your favorite book to the new baby. And like, so people gifted really nice hardback books. And then she put a book plate in them all. Um, and so the books are like, you know, um, really classics. And they have like my friend's names in them. And a lot of times they shared a note in the front cover of the book of why it was their favorite childhood book. So now we have like, you know, we had a, ch- we still have all those copies, but it's a really nice memento and a way to keep notes from your friends that mean something without keeping a whole bunch of cards. I did several years. I actually brought it into the show uh, one morning. I had like a little autograph book from 8th grade. Like Uh, your yearbook where people are like, stay cool. Yeah, RMA, remember me always. (laughs) Uh, Kenny, (laughs) off off the text, I still have my FFA jacket from 1973. Blue corduroy, man, never goes out of style. How about that? Wow. Did you see Tad's text? What does Tad say? Tad, he's asking about your uh, youngest mm-hmm. grandchild, Harper. So does the little one sign her art, quote, damn it, Grandpa Brandon? Oh, my gosh. We have uh, audio of uh, uh, Harper. Uh, she's my now six-year-old uh, granddaughter. And we were chatting one day, and we were playing with Barbies or something. And, uh, and the words that came out of her mouth just blew me away but it was so cute and i wish there was a way that i could uh put that in a printing as a matter of fact well you hear the audio coming up uh, when we do leftovers sandy has a great suggestion what to do with the art and the trophies so my mom actually did this after i'd moved out of the house been gone about 10 years she's like hey i have a whole thing full of you know love letters and mementos from high school and all that stuff what do you want me to do i'm like i don't know mama next time i come to st louis she started no kidding Every week, she would send me a box. <laughs> she says, you throw them away. So is that Sandy's suggestion? Give them back to the kids. James, I have a third place Pinewood Derby trophy <laughs> from Cub Scout. Nice. That's good. Wow. 
Marissa. My mom just gave me two trophies this weekend from when I was a kid. She brings me random things at a bit at a time, so she gets them out of their house. I like the idea. Randy got a Chiefs watch. My mom gave me over 30 years ago when I was 11 years old. It is my lucky Chiefs watch. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. We're talking about uh, kids' drawings in the refrigerator and stuff. And how long do you keep those drawings up? Is it when you can't see the refrigerator door anymore? And then how long do you keep trophies? Some interesting conversations. Folks sharing some of the oldest things they've had. Kenny, FFA jacket still has it from 1973. James, third place Pinewood Derby trophy. From Cub Scouts. Marissa says, that's funny, man. My mom just gave me some stuff back. Tad says, uh, does uh, Harper, Harper's my six-year-old granddaughter, uh, do you have one of those uh, drawings? So when my uh, kids, when they do drawings and stuff, I put them in, uh, in uh, frames. Now, my grandkids live 1,500 miles away, so they're not drawing stuff every day. But I do. I put them in frames, keep them around the house. It makes me smile every time I see them. He says, does the one little sign on her art say, damn it, Grandpa Brandon, here's what he's referring uh, to several years, we were doing building something, and Harper got a little frustrated. She was four years old. She said, Dang it, Grandpa, trying to build it. Tad, excellent memory, dude. Appreciate, uh, appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, Steph, what do you got for leftovers? Um, well, we've seen the fallout a little bit from about Dean Plocker yesterday, the accusations against the House Speaker, and then many other statewide potentials coming out against him. And they were, and he was responding on Twitter, saying, and so things for 2024 are heating up, to say the least. Um, but on the heels of that. Uh, yesterday, it appears that Senator, former Senator Bob Onder from the St. Charles area was, a, I think, a pretty prominent member of like the conservative caucus in the Senate. Big time. Um, he uh, amended his campaign committee to say he's now running for statewide office. He also dropped half a mil into that committee. He has not announced for any races, but uh, we're adding him to our 2024 watch list. So Dean Blocker, House Speaker, um, also running for Lieutenant Governor. And we did, um, and we did reach out, I reached out to Dean Plocker via text yesterday and said, hey, you want to comment on this? And I think he's commented on social media. Uh, and one of the things that I always find interesting with this, we talk about people and organizations and how they're reputations precede them because i think it was the uh, missouri independent jason hancock there he does thorough work um but it's the uh, the missouri independent uh which to me is like when fox used the tagline fair and balanced <laughs> not really um so y- y- you have uh, for me i always have to uh consider that the source of it but It'll be interesting. So then potentially Bob Onder, so with Dean Plocker, and there are calls within the Republican Party for him to resign. Uh, so obviously that would potentially affect his race for lieutenant governor. And now if Bob Onder, and he was part of the folks like with Bill Igel and mm-hmm. Mike Moon. Um, so potentially maybe the implication is he would want to jump into that uh, lieutenant governor's uh, race. By the way, lieutenant governor Mike Kehoe, he's going to be joining us on the uh, show tomorrow. We're going to be talking about this uh drought while we're expecting rain for the next several days which is uh much needed but you talk about the number one industry in missouri it's agriculture uh and uh, it, it is incredibly impactful that's one of the things we'll be talking about tomorrow with lieutenant governor mike uh mike keogh mr marsh you got anything for leftovers yeah from the world of sports doesn't sound good kansas city chiefs linebacker former mizzou tiger standout nick bolton saying he may be out for two months after he dislocated his wrist in the Chargers game and now needs surgery. 
Uh, so that's uh, too bad for the Chiefs, who are looking really, really good this year. Hopefully, uh, the best for him. And then there was a player, and forgive me, I, I forget his name, uh, but I got duped by the headline. It said, Chief Star was arrested, and I think this was Sunday or Monday in... Um, being a lifelong Chiefs fan for eight years, I should know the name, but it wasn't a name. It was um, Justin Ross. Justin Ross. Uh, he was uh, arrested again, and I don't remember the charge. I just remember. Misdemeanor domestic battery, but they're not saying any more about the arrest. And that's what we know um, about um, about that. Uh, also, there's an iconic Michigan diner, and you might remember there was an old uh, commercials from back in the day. It was Rosie's Diner, the old saucy lady who was waiting at the kitchen, uh, waiting at this. It was kind of like a breakfast diner, and it was for bounty power, uh, paper towels. But apparently the diner that this thing, uh, that these commercials had been filmed in, Pepsi did commercials there. And for folks that like to do like Route 66 through Missouri, it's kind of a big deal. I've been in Michigan for a lot of years. It's coming to Missouri specifically. It's coming into mid-Missouri, and apparently for folks who like to road trip and stuff, it's kind of um, an interesting thing, but it'll be a couple of years. As a matter of fact, there was a news, a national news outlet that even uh, did kind of a feature on this, and I thought that was kind of interesting because it's coming here. All right, my my uh, refrigerator, which is decked out in kids' drawings, is about empty as far as uh, leftovers are concerned. Anybody else? Anything else for leftovers? I think someone said you can put your crusty pillow in the freezer. And it will preserve it. <laughs> That's Where the, do you put your flip-flops now that you won't need them at work? In the freezer, still. How many, how many pairs of shoes do you actually own, not 